0: Welcome everyone, we are about to begin with Hashem Shalom Bayesh, number 182. In the last year, we started talking about the importance of using your words wisely. So one other point, sometimes when a couple is frustrated at one another, um, they say, uh, I hate you, or something like that. And um, very often when a when One says that to the other, they don't mean it like that. They're just frustrated. But to the other person, they really interpret it that you hate them. So an anecdote, Zolot Kliskan brings that um, a husband said to his wife, I see you hate me. And the wife said, I don't hate you. I just don't like the way you act towards me. And what didn't you like, he asked, and she said, the way you spoke to me. And he answered, the only reason... That would bother you is because you hate me. And the wife said, no, just because I wanted you to speak differently to me doesn't mean I hate you. I'm not your enemy. So in other words, what happens a lot is people have different definitions of the word hate. For the wife, hate means I'm your enemy. To the husband, the word hate is a negative word, but not to the same extent as it was to his wife. He just is frustrated. So he meant, I'm very upset at you. So he said the words, I hate you. He came from a home where probably, this is just being done like sometimes, in a home where family members told each other often, I hate you, when they really meant to say, I'm angry at you or I'm upset at you. <laughs> so it's important to know even though it seems like it's obvious and common sense, is that hate, the word hate, is a very powerful word, and never use that, even if you're upset. And it's better to say, even if you have to say something strongly, I don't like what you said, it upset me what you said, I wish you would refrain from saying things like that again, but never use the word hate. That's just one thing I'd wanted to bring across. Another important thing is not just the words you use, but the tone of voice of how you say those words. Your facial expressions, we'll talk about too, but also the tone of voice. And um, brings down from the Le'Ve'lyahu, Reb'lyahu Lapian, Chelek Aleph, page 66, he says that the Torah ideal to speak to another is in a manner that makes that speaking to the other person a very pleasurable experience. Meaning that your tone of voice should be calm and pleasant when you speak to somebody. Not to speak in anger and not to raise your voice. That's what the Le'Val Yod of the Apian says. And the tones of voice, that when you learn how to develop it, It's a pleasure to listen to, like beautiful music. Then there are other tones of voices that are like scraping chalk on a blackboard, very annoying or very upsetting. Each tone of voice gives off a different energy and conveys a message. If you have an angry tone, it generates anger, nervousness, tension. And if you have a soft tone, it gives a gentle message, a calm message, a happier message. Everyone sounds different in their best tones when they say things than when they say it in their worst tones. Your tone of voice reflects your feelings, reflects your emotions, and every change in mood will be reflected in your tone of voice. People don't realize it while they're doing it. So when you're in a bad mood or you're upset and you're talking to your spouse, you use generally a tone of voice that's more frustrating or more abrupt And um, here is where you need to be careful to realize that. I'm not in the best of moods right now, or I'm distracted, or I'm upset about something. And you recognize that. And then before you talk to your husband or wife about something they asked you, whatever it is, you have to just remember to use a more pleasant tone of voice, despite the fact that you're not feeling that great right now. And some people are more sensitive to that, some people are less sensitive, but everyone is affected by that. And the same message that would be difficult for for a listener to listen to if it was said in the wrong tone, tone of voice, it may be acceptable if the wording and tone of voice showed a certain compassion, a certain respect. And... It goes also, for example, when you apologize. Let's say you really want to apologize for something, and you want to say "I'm sorry." Your tone of voice matters. If you say it in an abrupt, you know, way, the other one will think you're just saying it just to, you know, some, check something off a checklist. You don't really mean it. While if you um, talk in a sincere voice, as you're saying you're sorry, it'll have a stronger effect. This all, I know, to people who are listening, may seem like it's chitzainias, it's very external. But it's not external. First of all, even if it is external, it affects the internal moods and internal feelings. And number two is it's not external. We think that words and tones of voices are external, but it really conveys, that's the way we communicate to one another about deeper feelings. You say something in a robot robot tone or a mechanical tone, it doesn't, it has a negative effect, while if you say it with a compassionate tone and 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 a happy tone, it has a positive effect. And so don't think that these things are superficial. And the same thing applies, it happens a lot, by the way, is when, let's say, you're in a different room than your husband and wife, and you need to call them for something so you have to use a louder voice so they could hear you but you need to be careful not to sound disrespectful when you raise your tone of voice you're talking louder because you want her to hear you or you want him to hear you but it may sound like anger and Therefore, even when you talk you have to talk in a louder tone of voice. Make sure it's in a tone that just means I want you to hear me because I'm in another room, not because you're yelling at something. Um, you know, if you use an angry tone of voice with words that are hurtful, that really causes more damage. Like, what's the matter with you? You didn't sew my shirt on when I left it in the sewing machine. Or um, she may say, You know, can't you take off the plate, the tables off the plate to help me out over here? And they yell at each other about these things. And instead of yelling at each other about these things, to say just, I'd appreciate if you would really take the plates off the table and help me out in a calm voice does wonders compared to yelling. And um, usually, unfortunately, it feeds on one another. The angry tone of one creates either a withdrawal from the other or sometimes an angry tone of the other. So trying to speak in a more cheerful tone of voice, a more respectful tone with love and sensitivity will be more likely to be accepted, be more likely to be received and reciprocated with similar feelings of love and affection and sensitivity. People know this when they're in the business world, and especially when they're in their sales. They realize that they need to speak pleasantly. That's a necessity, because if you don't do that, you'll lose customers. When a customer enjoys the way you talk to them, when you're running a store or a business, and they come in, and you talk to them pleasantly and nicely, they're more likely to buy from your store and if that's the case in business it's certainly even e- even more important in marriage if in business if a customer does not like the way you speak to them so you'll lose out some financial gain they'll go somewhere else but in a marriage the loss is much worse so be aware please of the effects of the tone of your voice when you talk to your spouse it's important to know that the tones of voice keep changing and you need to learn how to be sensitive to the way you talk and the way you speak and to be aware of your own tone of voice and the effect it has on the one that's listening to you. And the more you're aware of that, the more easier it will be for you to recognize when there's a change in your tone and you'll know how to adjust adjust accordingly. Sometimes you may want to ask for feedback. May you tell your wife as follows. I know sometimes I talk in a tone of voice that's either loud or insensitive in the way I say things. So let me know. Let me know if I talk that way and I'll learn to adjust it. He brings an anecdote as follows. He says, I hate to be spoken to in a tone of voice that sounds controlling or demanding. If my spouse ever asked me to do something in a tone of voice I didn't like... I used to respond with, "I'll only do it if you ask me in a pleasant tone of voice," and she would respond back, "What are you, a baby? If it's the right thing to do, then do it anyway. What difference does my tone of voice have to do with anything?" But he explained, "My tone of voice, tone of voice means a lot to me, and and it helps me. I I, I it, it it hurts me when you speak in a demanding tone. So." it's very important this concept to use your sentences wisely like we spoke about in the last year but also in the way you say it in your tone of voice and how you go about it now someone advised somebody advised is an anecdote someone advised me to wait at least two days before I criticize my husband but I explained and I was told by waiting two days I would be calmer when I spoke. And uh, the problem was, though, during those two days, my inner critic was busy at work. I kept on thinking about being critical of how much something bothered, bothered me. And um, after 48 hours, I was so resentful that I would blow up at my husband. I came to realize that speaking up immediately helped me better. So in other words, what I'm trying to say with this anecdote is very important. There are times when you're upset. We've talked about this in the past. The best thing would be is to not talk about it, to wait, let's say. You know, they say, and this is not good advice, you know, don't go to sleep angry. Now, it's true. By Kriyash Malamita, you should daven to be Michael, and certainly Michael your spouse, and try to calm yourself down, and try to forgive 100%. But very often, when a husband and wife is very overtired from a stressful day, and let's say I'm giving an example, it's already 11 o'clock at night, and they're upset at each other about something. This idea of don't go to sleep angry could backfire. Because right now, when they're both very overtired and overwhelmed and exhausted, if they decide that all of a sudden at 11:15 p.m. to say, okay, we're not going to go to sleep angry, let's discuss the subject, it may make matters worse because they just simply don't have the energy from the exhausting hard day that they had to resolve anything right now. Sometimes it's better just to say your Kriya Mita and say good night pleasantly and go to sleep and wait till the next day and when you're both more rested and more calm and talk about it then. So that is also true. But on the flip side of that, again, both are true, that just you have to know how to balance it. If you keep something inside too long, sometimes it doesn't get better, it gets worse, it festers. And sometimes it's better, especially if you're in a calm, present mood, that's okay to bring it up now, just bring it up in a right tone and in the proper voice. So a person needs to gauge and understand how to balance those two aspects. There will be times where when you you know you're overtired or very upset about something right now and exhausted, the best thing would be to delay it, don't say anything, wait till you calm down, wait till you're more rested before addressing the issue. And then there are other times where you're not in such an exhausted state and something happened and then you realize, you know, it's better maybe if I express it now, because if I keep it to myself, I'll get it'll bother me more and more. But then again, you do it. Then you do express yourself, but do it in a tone of voice that's correct and in a nice, pleasant voice and using your words properly. And that's really the high that are, that are important. Those two concepts. Number one, besides using your words wisely to use your tone of words wisely. And number two, is to know when there are times when you're upset to just sleep through, you know, let it, let it go overnight and get a good night's rest or wait till you calm down before expressing something and then there are times where you know if I delay it longer I'll get just more and more angry so it's best to bring it out now. But when you bring it out now make sure to use the right words and the right tone of voice when you're communicating those things, and that will definitely enhance the Shalom bias and the respect one has for one another. Have a wonderful day.